Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the 22nd chapter of 2 Samuel. Remember, David had been in the time of distress. He called out to the Lord, and the Lord rescued him. And the last verse we looked at in the previous episode was verse 20, and it said this. He, that's God, also brought me, David speaking here, forth into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. So remember, this is a song that David uh, wrote unto the Lord. It's actually a psalm also. You can find a a version of it in the Psalms. And so uh, David is saying, the Lord has delighted in me. The Lord rescued me. Well, why did the Lord delight in him? Why did the Lord rescue him? Well, it's because the Lord wanted to. That's the bottom line. He heard the cry of David. He responded to the cry of David, and he rescued him. Now, David is about to launch in some verses right here that sometime, honestly, uh, make many people feel a little uncomfortable because we are so tied into a uh, a mindset. And boy, this is a mindset that I, I just hear voiced all the time. People say, well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Well, you know, that's true. But here's what the problem is. You're not just a sinner in the present. You were a sinner in the past. You were saved by grace. Now, the scripture describes us, those who are truly saved, as saints. We are saints who choose to sin. Okay? We don't have to sin because that is who we are. Before, we were sinners and we sinned because that's what we were. We were sinners. But now we have been recreated. And we are empowered by the Most High God who dwells within us. And we do not have to choose because that be, I mean, we do not have to sin because that be in our nature. No, our nature now is that of one of the very presence of the Lord within us. We can choose to resurrect the old man. We can choose to walk in rebellion. We can choose to walk in evil. And we can choose to sin. But we don't have to sin because that's who we are. And folks, there's a huge difference with this. And when we sit there and say, oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace, and it's usually said in the way I'm saying it right now, okay? It's like the spirit of Eeyore jumps on us. So, well, you know, I'm saved, but, you know, I'm still the same old guy. I'm still the same. I still struggle. I still get mad. I still get angry, you know. I still cheat. But, you know, it's okay. I'm just a sinner, and I'm saved by grace. So I can keep sinning because grace will cover it. No, 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 no. No, until I get a little irritated about this, right? (laughs) We don't know who we are. Now, here's where the problem arises a lot of times. uh, Because people are very religious and they're very active and they're very involved in the local religious organization, and they're not right before God. They may know a lot about the Scripture. They may know a lot about everything. But they've really never repented and confessed and been baptized for the remission of their sins, called upon the Lord, and been saved. They might have been baptized when they were little babies. They might have been raised in it. They've gone through every catechism you can imagine. They know all the Bible studies. They know all about it. But they have not been transformed. And so we wind up saying these things to try to excuse ourselves and try to explain ourselves. Well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Now you say, what does this have to do with 2 Samuel 22? Because David's about to say, 
about this, uh, declares some things of how God has rewarded him because of his righteousness, of David's righteousness, because of how David had acted and how, how he had behaved. Now, immediately, you're going to go, hey, I can name some things that David did that were pretty bad. Yeah, and some of these things were actually occurred in his life probably after this time. Remember how this started? He wrote this song after the Lord had given him victory over his enemies and Saul. But later on in his kingship, David did some things he shouldn't have done. That's the reason, folks, we need to beware. Okay, we need to be forewarned. We need to keep our eyes upon the Most High God. So listen to what David says here. He says that God is delighted to me. Verse 21, then he says this. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has recompensed me. And honestly, uh, folks, out of my background, you know, where I was raised and the things that I was taught, the things I wasn't taught, the things that were taught uh, overtly, the things that were not taught covertly, you know, all these things. We, we get real nervous when it says the Lord rewards us according to our righteousness because immediately people say, well, you're talking about a salvation that comes about because of good deeds and what you've done. No, 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 not at all. What he's saying is the Lord rewards those who are righteous, but our righteousness is in the Lord, not in self, not in flesh, not in anything I can do to attain the righteousness. I can't do anything to attain righteousness. I can't do anything to maintain the righteous righteousness. It comes about in and through the most high God himself who brings the truth before us, who calls us. And then we have one thing, one thing only, as they say, that, uh, that we are required to do. You know what that is? It's one word. <laughs> Those of y'all in our Bible studies, I know you're shouting it at me right now. Yeah, we're, we're, we are told to believe. To believe. Okay? So David says, the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness. There's nothing wrong with that, folks. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has recompensed me. Okay, so he's paid back according to the cleanness of my hand. What might David be talking about? Well, let me read the next verse and we'll see. He says, for verse 22, For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not acted wickedly against my God. Okay, he hadn't acted wickedly against my God. And when you read the account of David, there's all sorts of opportunities when he could have acted wickedly against God. I think one of the primary ones, particularly within this context and this point in time in David's life, was that David had opportunities to take out King Saul. He could have killed King Saul, his father-in-law. Saul was pursuing David, and Saul was trying to kill David. And David had opportunities, and David was actually encouraged by his men to kill Saul. It was one particularly graphic time. David and his men were hiding in, hiding in the cave, and Saul and his men came along, and Saul came into the cave and covered his feet. That's how the scripture describes it. I think the King James describes it that way. Covered his feet. What does it mean to cover his feet? Well, he went into the cave to take care of some body necessities, and he dropped his robe over his feet. He dropped his pants. And he's there taking care of the natural processes of life, and the David's, David's right there. And David's men are going, here, the Lord has handed him into your hand. Now's your opportunity. And David knew he wasn't supposed to kill Saul. He, he just felt it. But he went over to where Saul was. He was that close to him. And he had a knife, and he cut a portion of Saul's robe off. So here Saul is taking care of business, and David is cutting off a part of his, 
robe, Saul gets up, goes out, and David was convicted. He was convicted that he had done even that, okay, that he had treated the king in that way. So David comes out to the entry of the uh, cave right there, and Saul's on the other side of the holler right there, and David just yells at him. Say, hey, King Saul, King Saul, mighty King Saul, why are you chasing after me? And he's holding this piece, the swatch of his robe. And Saul sees that and realizes that David just granted his life back to him, could have killed him, and he didn't. Still, Saul kept pursuing. David could have killed him, and yet he didn't. He did not touch the Lord's anointed, Saul, even when the Lord's anointing, anointed was not behaving as the Lord wanted him to. So David said, I didn't act wickedly against God. And that's just one instance. He says, I kept the ways of the Lord. I kept the ways, Lord. I tell you what, I may pick up that idea right there on the next episode. But right now, time's up. So I will see y'all later. Thank y'all. For, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.